Welcome back to another episode of the TFM Podcast. It's your boy Booker with Trent. I'm sitting here alone on the couch right now because Mikey Overs is about to roll up and address because he put his balls on the tape for the Cowboys. Oh. Listen, listen. Wow. Wow. Hold on, let me just... Let me make sure I'm correct here. Oh I don't want to come apart dude. here on the on the pod. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm go. I'm committing to the bit. You know, I've there's just underwear under here. So, who helped you pick that out? Uh, we picked it out this morning. Where'd you go? We went, it's it's a Walmart purchase. <laughs> um, listen, I'll be honest. The green, I think it looks good with the eyes. <laughs> you went to Walmart for a dress. Straight off the rack, not even clean. This probably has AIDS. I I did not. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie to you. This might this might have a venereal disease on it. Um, I did not know you can get dresses at Walmart. Yeah, well, the more you know. <laughs> Dak Prescott. I just wanted to say quickly. Um, fuck you, dude. I mean, like Brock Purdy, dude. Brock Purdy got me in a fucking dress out here, dude. Brock Purdy, man. Brock Purdy, and now I'm in a fucking dress. I mean, it kind of looks good on you. <laughs> what? <laughs> Excuse me? Dude, I feel like any like a stiff breeze, my balls are out. <laughs> like, this is incredible. Also, they don't make these things for warmth. I'm freezing. Do you got pantyhose on? I do, yeah. I put a thong on just for the episode, too. <laughs> Subscribe to the TFM Bets OnlyFans. You'll see me in the thong afterwards. No, but I mean, this is unbelievable, actually. Like, I'm actually pissed right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would rather do that than the chip challenge. I was about to say, what do you think is worth? Ha- worse, having to sit here for 30 minutes in a goddamn dress or eating a chip for five I minutes? Mean, I think everybody would much rather see you in a dress than me in a dress. And I yeah. think everybody likes seeing me in pain. So I think it's a fair trade. Trying to not have too much cleavage out for the people, you know? <laughs> you, you have, have to pay the for leg it. cross, too. Yeah, I can't, if I do it the other way, my balls are out. The leg cross is so natural. <laughs> no, I have to do it. Yeah, no, I have to do it. I have to do it. I have to do it. I'll eat the comments. I'll eat the comments. If I sit like this, you know, it's, you're seeing my balls. So I feel like I got to hit the leg cross here. Um, no, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know what to say, dude. I don't know what to say. I actually can't believe I'm sitting here in a dress because Dak Prescott couldn't beat the San Francisco 49ers in the playoffs. We should have made you wear that to the Stars game. Dude, I would have... <laughs> <laughs> With the wagon watch in front of us, I don't think I would be allowed, dude. dude. The wagons at the Stars game are crazy, bro. Listen, I'm just trying to find my wife in Dallas. I don't think this would help, you know? <laughs> Although you never know, it might. I think it's a great shade of green. Um, if anyone's girlfriend wants to borrow this... It's an extra large, so... We were at the Stars game last night. Yeah, let's talk about it. <laughs> and this chick... We're standing outside waiting for our Uber. <laughs> and this girl comes out of nowhere. Okay, hold on. Let's just set the scene first. We walked like a mile from the stadium because Chelly thought it'd be genius to get as far away from the stadium as possible to call this Uber. So we're like deep into Dallas, I felt like, yeah. at that point. Yeah. And we're sitting on a corner freezing our asses off waiting for this Uber nine minutes. The prize picks didn't hit. The Stars money line didn't hit. And then you can pick it up. Yeah, so we're just standing on the corner of the curb waiting for our Uber to roll up. And this girl comes out of nowhere, like literally just around the corner. And I can tell she's like eyeballing us and she's about to walk up and talk to us, say something. And sure enough, she does, comes up to us, goes up to Mikey, goes, hey, we just drove by you guys and my friend's in the car and she really wants your number. Can, can she have it? Like, I don't know. I don't know where she saw us. I don't, they literally stopped their car, pulled over to ask for Mikey's number. Unbelievable Riz. Effortless levels of Riz. Effortless levels of Riz. And you know what Mikey says? Nah. Nah. 
Like, I was just like, <laughs> you just fucking, you didn't have to do anything. Unbelievable Riz, and you fumbled. All right, I don't consider it a fumbling, but let's, from my point of view, all right, we're sitting there in the corner. I'm freezing my ass off. This blonde girl in like jean shorts and like a star shirt, like literally just appears out of nowhere. I'm looking at my phone, and all of a sudden I feel like a body next to me. And I like look up, and it's like this girl, and she's like, says what Trent just said, and she's like, do you think I can get your number? And there's a couple things going through my head, you know? Do you think it was for her? I think so. Because she said it was for her friend. I know, but you don't, yeah, if her friend wanted my number, like, how am I going to be like, what does your friend look like? Yeah, I mean, that was kind of a weird approach. Now that the more I think about it, it was probably For sure, for for her, her, dude, yeah. She definitely wanted my number. Um, Pretty girl, pretty girl, wouldn't say, you know, it's exactly my speed. That definitely wasn't Mikey's type. Wasn't Wasn't not my type. But here's what I did, though is I let it down easy because I didn't want to be a dick. I felt like it'd be worse if I took the number and then she texted me and I just ghosted her. Like, I feel like I'd look like more of an asshole. So that's what's going through my head. And then I went, no, I'm really sorry. I have a girlfriend. And of course, Trent, I guess, doesn't hear... I didn't hear he said that. The sorry I have a girlfriend part. So he just heard me say no. And then she was like, okay, like, sorry. And starts walking away. And as she's walking away, Trent starts going... What? L dude. L dude. And like making eye contact with her and she's like looking back like she's so like, confused. Yeah, right? she's and like, he's like, L dude. And I was like, dude, would you shut the fuck up? Like what are you doing right now? Like and then she definitely knew I didn't have a girlfriend. So But ladies, I'm single, so hit me up, you know? I mean shit, bro. I was standing right there. It's good ass for mine. Yeah, she really had one goal and it was my number. She would like Chelly was there, Trent was there, she wasn't like, alright, well let me get your number and now it was like, dude, I can't I like I cannot believe that. Like I'm so out of yeah, my head right now in this fucking forgot, dress, dude. I kinda of forgot you're in a fucking dress right now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we were at the Stars game and oh my god, dude, I was drowning in piss last night. So just to recap, took all the favorites on the ice last night. Yeah. Uh, always com- a good move. Comes down to the last game, Stars ML. <laughs> against the Sabres, go to overtime, sure enough, Tage Thompson with a fucking laser beam of a pass, ripped SOG, bang, Sabres winning OT. I had a Super Goats um, prize picks that went five of six, and the only one that didn't hit was the game we were at, Jason Robertson, and of course, to make it even worse, he fucking scored. Yeah, that was tough. Yeah, on that was one tough. SOG, bro. I'll be honest, so... This is a take that I had as well at the game, and I said, um, I think going to hockey games and betting on props is one of the worst live experiences I've ever... I mean, when you go to a hockey game, you realize how difficult it is... To get shots on goal. To get shots on goal. And dude, my whole thing was like, if I we just went there and I had the stars or the over, I'd be lit. But being honest, like rooting for props at a live hockey game is one of the worst things I've ever had. Like, it's not fun. Yeah. I like, mean, you're like, dude, the guy's like... Obviously, I've watched hockey and bet on props, but your guy's on the ice for 30 seconds at a time, maybe a minute. Then he's off the ice. It's almost nearly impossible to get you. Like, people are going to be like, oh, this kid doesn't fucking want hockey. But I'm sitting there being like, all right, I need three shots on goal. He's got one in the first period. Like, he's not hitting this. And he's on the ice for 30 seconds and off the ice. Like, the NBA is fun because you're like, all right, I'm going to get five minutes of the guy that I'm watching. You know what I mean? Like, college basketball, I'm going to get 15, 20 minutes of the guy that I'm watching. Like, he could do something crazy. You could do like literally these guys have the puck for like five seconds and you're like, oh dude, this shit is caked. Like it's not like I didn't enjoy rooting for the props. I, next time we do that, I would have rather just go and just have a side in the game. Yeah. I mean, the stars play like an interesting style of hockey. So it's all transition based. Yeah. It felt like, and they don't pepper the puck that much. It was very difficult to get our guys to start ripping puck. 
you know, unbelievable. Opposed to some of these like offensive wagons in the NHL, and it made me hate Tage Thompson. I was like, dude, you're a bozo. Like, what do you do? Dude, you don't even Tage, shoot the puck. Tage Thompson is like Shaq on skates, bro. <laughs> and I don't get how he doesn't have ten SOGs a night. Dude, he's seven feet on skates. Like, just let it go one yeah. time, dude. I mean, and he's so big that like. The way he facilitates the puck is just, like, so interesting. Oh, no, his stick handling is nuts. Nuts. And nuts. he's so slow with it, too, but, like, he's a, he's able to do yeah, that. It's very smooth. He's, yeah, like, he's, he's very so in big. and out, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Tage Thompson, 10 feet tall on skates, but no SOGs. Literally zero shots last Didn't night. Didn't put a puck on the net. And we paired it with the Yerfi, which was so sharp of Mikey. And, uh, it was always the year fee. All to wait. We should have took this under, bro. You you told me you were like, bro, I'm making you place an unders entry today. You know who would have been in it? Fucking Tatum. I was gonna take his under. Yep. I was gonna take Austin Matthews under, but yep. uh, he soared over shots. Yeah, thankfully. I mean, I was Tage, gonna take Tage under. I will never be mad at a Tage under from now on. Yeah, I mean, I get it. He's like he's like Magic Johnson, bro. He's like, Dude, yeah. He's seven feet tall. Dishes <laughs> puck. Doesn't rip shots. Not that, not that magic didn't rip. No, like, yeah, not that magic didn't rip. But he was but, like a point guard on the yeah, ice. No, yeah, no, yeah, like point guard on the ice. Um, all right, so uh, we have a couple things I want to talk about this episode. Um, it was a good night last night. American Airlines Center, I think, is probably one of my favorite stadiums. I think it's just a great time. I like the traditions that the stars have. And we weren't um, in the fucking not we, when we were at the Mavs game at one time. We were. You could we have done even this. In the nosebleeds. We were you know, on the roof. You could have done this and just tickled the roof. God's foot. <laughs> Could have just given him a light tickle. Oh, we had some fire seats. Shout out Breedlove. Yeah, shout out Chase Breedlove. You're the guy. Um, but I wanted to talk about a couple things. We talked about wide receiver. We talked about quarterbacks. I want to do a top five running backs. I'm going to go first because I know it's a tough list to, to talk about. I also do... I'm really bad with NFL like rankings, by the way, so you're going to have to bear with me. Your quarterback clip is going nuts, by the way. Oh, is it? Most viewed short we have on YouTube. Oh, let's go. So maybe you're not. It was also just a square list. So, it was you know. a very square list. <laughs> I mean, it was the right list. <laughs> no, but um, I want to talk top five running backs. I then also want to do a really quick, because obviously we're going to talk about the games next episode, so I don't want to talk about the playoff games really that much in terms of uh, the NFL or, or the championship games. Until next episode. But I want to quickly just talk about our prize picks philosophies after yeah. we talk running backs. I feel like we have some some pretty different philosophies. I feel like on the surgical stream, the the show you do every day on, on the Book of Sports Twitch, I feel like you get a lot of stats thrown at you. You get a lot of stuff thrown at you. And I feel like I do it very opposite of that. Um, and I kind of want to see what your philosophy is kind of just in terms of prize picks. And um, just so the people can know. But For sure. Let's start with our uh, top five running backs of the year. Nick and I talked about it a little bit before. Um, there, there wasn't really that many performances where you're going, wow, that, that was eye-opening. Um, oh. But I think there were some guys that deserve some flowers. Um, so I'm going to start my list. I'm going to go Josh Jacobs one. I think, again, you know, I'm, I'm going to go narrative a little bit. The bounce back he had from last year to this year, he became an elite running back. Um, number two is going to be Saquon. Yeah. So good to see him back and running the ball like he is. Um when he's in his game and he's in his bag, he's probably the most dominant running back right behind Derrick Henry, who I'd probably put at three. Mm. Even an off year for Derrick Henry feels oh, yes. like a dominant year for most running backs in the NFL. Um, and then my four and five, I felt like the five I'm going to leave for, uh, I'm going to put, I'm going to put Brees Hall at five. The start of his season, he was going to have a rookie of the year season. So I'm going to put him at five because with running backs and injuries, it's the name of the game. 
Um, but the way he was running the ball as a rookie, he was the reason why we were winning games. He was power. He was running with power. He was also catching balls in the backfield. So I'm going to put him at five. I'm a Jets fan in a dress, so you know, take that with a grain of salt. Um, and then my four was something that Nick and I were talking about. You're there, five. there feels like so many. Got, well, Brees was my five, so I'm going back to four now. Oh, um, I didn't say my fourth, but the fourth was something that Nick and I were talking about. And I feel like there's a lot of guys you could slot in there, but I'll go Nick Chubb. I think he had another great year. Um, I don't mind him at four. I feel like, you know, you could put guys like Eckler in there. I think he had a pretty solid year as well. Damian Pierce, if you want to talk some rookies. But I'll go I'll go Nick Chubb at, at my four. There's four names you didn't say that I'm like, how do you not put them in your top five? Okay. Okay, this is a no one to five. No, you have to one to five it. Well, fuck, dude. No, you have to one to five it. <clears throat> you have to. That's so Just difficult. based off the regular season. That's what I'm basing off the regular season. Basing it off the regular season. And there's going to be guys that got left out, I'm sure. I don't know how you don't have this guy in your top five, but Christian McCaffrey? Okay. No, I could see it. I mean, I'm going to put him a fucking one, bro. He's your one. Yeah, he's my one. He's in your one. all-around running back, yeah. But from the start of the year when he was doing nothing. I mean, like, yeah, he didn't have a great start of the year in fucking uh Okay, but Carolina, yeah, when he got to like, San Fran with the best offensive yeah. coordinator and, and he's, coach of all time. And he you can run with it. Yeah. He just is a huge part of that offense, and here okay. they are in the fucking conversation. Put him at one, that's fine. Uh, it's really hard for me to fucking group these. But uh, Nick Chubb at two. Okay. He went off. Yep. Cash is goat whale in like week Great ten. year. Great, Great year, year for him. Great year. I don't know how uh, you don't have Jamal Williams in your top five. So we were talking about that too. My only thing with Jamal Williams is he's in a committee and he was really only scoring touchdowns. It wasn't like he had a lot of games where you were like, oh, he just broke off 200 yards. He just broke off 100 yards. It was a lot of touchdown base. And I said that to Nick. I was like, Jamal Williams had a good year. You're running in a committee and he really was like, we'll get to the one and then he'll punch it in. So he had a great year from a touchdown perspective. If you want to talk about the guys that scored the most touchdowns, yeah, Jamal Williams would be number one. But in terms of like dominant running back performances, I, I really wouldn't put him up there to be like, yeah, he's breaking off 30, 40 yard runs. I mean, he's doing his job. He's getting in the end zone. I, he did it. I think all my guys did their Henry job did. too. Okay. Uh, so I'm going with him at three. Okay. Four. I also don't know how you don't have this young man in your top five, but Kenneth Walker. I was going to say it's going to be Kenneth Walker. Kenneth I knew that was Walker? No, I knew it was an absolute coming. stud went the fuck off, especially at the second half of the season. Him and Damian Pierce were two that I was yeah. like, damn, I, I want in my list, but I'm, I put Brees Hall at five. And so. then five, um, I'd probably have to go Derrick Henry. Yeah. Mm. But I know there's a name I'm totally botching. I'm forgetting. I mean, I mean, Josh Jacobs had an unbelievable year. Yeah. I don't, I don't think he makes my top five, though. That's wild. Wild. I know. I know. I know. But, uh, Nick, how many, how many yards did, did Josh Jacobs have this year? Now, like, what were the statistical rankings in terms of best running backs this year? Like, what yeah, was can the, you, what's the right list? Yeah, yeah. Can you throw us the list now? Yeah, yeah. I'll pull it up. Hold on. My list was totally botched, but like I'm thinking of, <laughs> thinking of guys who I bet on religiously, who made me coin, watching their watching their games. They're a huge impact in the fucking game. Like Dalvin Cook, like he didn't have a great year. Well, th those are the guys I was saying. I said Aaron Jones, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara are all guys that I feel like every other year you'd put them in your top five. I don't even think they sniffed the top five. I wanted Eckler in my top five too. Eckler was, I, I said probably, guys like Eckler got left off I'd probably off put Eckler in place of Derrick Henry. So this running back list yeah. is like... I mean, my five my five would be Tony Pollard, five, Austin Eckler, four, Chubb, three, Saquon, two, Josh Jacobs, one. You didn't put Saquon. I didn't even put Saquon. This, yeah, one, this yeah, list has Derrick Henry as the best running back in the NFL, but I don't think it's talking about like statistical. Yeah, no. This season, uh, I mean, Nick Chubb, two, McCaffrey's at three. They have Jonathan Taylor at four, which, again, he didn't play half the season. Yeah, no. 
Uh, Josh Jacobs, five. Eckler, six. Saquon, seven. What are the stats, though? Like, who had the most rushing yards this year? I'll pull that up. Do we have that? So I want my list to be Saquon, McCaffrey. Is that uh, three? No. One, no. one through two. Okay. Saquon, McCaffrey. Yep. Uh, fuck, who's my th- – Nick Chubb. Those three right there I can live with. Okay. Saquon, McCaffrey, Nick Chubb. Okay. Kenneth Walker. Eckler? Eckler. I'm going to go Josh Jacobs. Saquon, Nick Chubb, Derrick Henry, Brees Hall. I don't even know how you put Brees Hall in there. Which, which statistics games. do you want? Like, this is rush yards. See who's running the ball the best. Over rush yards? Yeah, it's got to be Nick Chubb. It is Josh Jacobs at one. Yeah, get fucked. I knew it, dude. That's why you're my one, Josh. It's you had a great Derrick year, Derrick Henry at two. Yeah, get sucked. Oh, my God. Nick my Chubb list. at three. Dude, my Saquon list is fucking at four. Miles Sanders at five, oh, Dalvin it, Cook at six, and then at seven, Justin Fields. Your guys rush aren't even yards. sniffing. McCaff- Your guys aren't even sniffing. McCaffrey yeah, at eight, Etienne at nine, Jones at ten, and then and then Jamal Williams and Kenneth Walker eleven, twelve. Yeah, leaving off Etienne, I think is tough. He had a great year. I wouldn't mind putting him at five. I would have loved to see the projection of where Brees Hall would have ended up if he didn't get hurt. Obviously, you can't play that game, but if if we're mad about Brees Hall. I will put Travis Etienne at my five. I mean, you got a fu- your your uh, your quarterback list is in the fucking top five running backs, <laughs> which is unbelievable. Like, thank you. Yeah, you're right. He is in the top five running backs. I mean, That's yeah, incredible. That would have been cool. If you're going by touchdowns, though, Jamal Williams is number one. Yeah, seventeen. Eckler at two, and Derrick Henry at three, and Jalen Hurts at four. Yeah, Derrick Henry. Yeah, at like three. So you're talking shit about Derrick, and he had how, a great year. How convenient. <laughs> Couldn't get me one more touchdown. Not one more, dude, for a Greendale Goblin. God damn, he sold the goat well. Yeah, and I mean, it, it was a weird year for running backs. I'll say that. It was. Um, but, like, I mean, Josh Jacobs, you deserve your flowers. He had a great year. The Raiders fucking sucked. I think because the Raiders sucked, he went under the radar a little bit. But, dude, he had the most rushing yards. Yeah, I'm for sure getting flamed from my list. No, <laughs> it's fine. Nothing new. Yeah, here. now it's your turn. I can't wait. I'm going to tweet out the link today and be like, go flame his list. <laughs> Like you did to me. Hey, at least I didn't have fucking uh, Lamar at one, bro. Um, you know what I would ask, though? If you're building your franchise today, what, what running back would you take? What running back am I taking if I'm building if you my build your franchise, franchise right now. today? If you're building it today. In today's NFL, I'm, I'd go McCaffrey. you go McCaffrey if yeah. you're building your... So what wide receiver would you take? I'd go McCaffrey as my running back. And we'll wide, do three. You got a quarterback, wide receiver, and a running back. Okay. I'd go as my wide receiver. Uh, I would have to go with probably Diggs. Yeah. Okay. I love I, – I mean, obviously, he's a fantastic player, but I just love his mentality. Yeah, I mean, you could be a little biased. I love his mindset. Um, and my quarterback, it would have to be Mahomes. Yeah. Mahomes, McCaffrey, and uh, Diggs. I would if, – if I was starting my franchise today – I feel like you're right. In today's NFL, you kind of want a guy that can catch the ball as well. Um, but I'm going to have to say that there's literally never going to be another Derrick Henry, so I'm going to take Derrick Henry. Sure. I'm going to take Jamar Chase. Sure. And then I'm I'm probably going to take Joe Burrow. Yeah, I don't hate that at all. I feel like that's a good three solid That's probably three. my backup, my JV that's list. That's your backup, that's yeah. your JV list? Yeah, actually would be. I'm not going to lie. I think mine would work yours. I don't know, man. Mahomes, <laughs> Mahomes was about to play the greatest football game we've ever seen, and then he fucking twisted his ankle. Yeah, dude, that was so tough. Pain, bro. And now that you see the Bengals are minus two and a half, 
What do they know about Mahomes' ankle? Dude, they know it's fucked. <laughs> like, they, like, that ankle is fucked. It didn't get twisted. It got rolled on and I touched know. the floor. It was bad. Dude, he probably can't even walk right now. That game is going to He's be probably nuts. in a boot, oh, yeah. and he can't walk, and they're going, on Sunday, we're going to give you as many painkillers as there's available in our medical office, and I we'll see hate, if you can I play. I hate that that's the case, bro. I wish it was going to be another you know, fair. You want full force to play full force. Like, I mean, yeah. last year, the Chiefs were minus 300 in the same matchup. Now mm-hmm. they're fucking dogs. Crazy, dude. Do you trust Chad Henney if he comes out? I mean, every time in the playoffs the last three seasons where this situation has happened, he's come out and done his fucking job. Legacy first down, if Legacy, you remember that one. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I had so much coin on that. Me too. And was sweating so hard. That was he got wild, that legacy. Yeah. It was like third and nine, I mm-hmm. think. And it was to the left side. Was about to get sacked. And, yep. oh, my God, he just ran that shit. Um, but, no, that game's going to be amazing. Hopefully, Mahomes is good. No, yeah, I hope so, too. Um, all right, let's talk a little bit of, let's talk a little bit of prize picks. And then um, next episode, we're going to talk about the the championship games. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll do that whole bit. My Bengals future ticket, though, looks great. Just wanted to say that right now. Um, but let's talk prize picks a little bit. I feel like we talk about it a lot on the show. We give out the sneak nukes. People probably think we're throwing darts at the wall. Um so in terms of philosophy, in, in terms of a prize picks philosophy, I'll tell you what mine is. Um, depending on the sport, I'm a big matchup guy. I'll look at what you've done in the past five, 10, but it really doesn't matter that much to me. I'm way more focused on your matchup that night and also a possible narrative, right? Yeah. If Jordan Clarkson's going into LA, I'm going to take his over Yeah. because he, they traded him away. Whatever. He's now on Utah. He's the only guy that scores. His over is probably going to be at 22 and a half. He's going to want to go get his against his old franchise. It'd be the same thing if he played, if he played Cleveland. Yeah. Like, I just like those matchups for him. Shelly did that literally last night. He had a narrative two-legger. It was Goudreau over shots with uh, Tavares over shots playing their former teams. They both tripled Sword. their SOGs. Sword. And, but that, that also goes to what I was saying about the overs and unders. Like, they're human beings. Think about when you played sports and you played the school that you hated the most. You'd be like, dude, fuck these kids. You'd have like the best game of your life. Literally, you'd be you'd be playing more motivated. You'd be like, oh, dude, I'm on. Like, dude, fuck this kid. I remember this kid. He was talking shit last time we played. You'd be like all that shit. Dude, they do the same thing. Like, they're, Chelly was telling me last night for that entry, one of the teams was practicing booing the guy. Yeah. You don't think he saw that on social media? He was like, dude, I'm about to light these fools up. Yeah. Dude, like, I'm coming in unleashing that, that puck. Yeah. Like, it's the same. So, so I look at matchups a lot. And I also love. I love sixth men in NBA for points. You do. That sixth guy off the bench that leads the scoring off the bench because he's normally playing against second unit defenders and yeah. he's normally a first unit scorer. That's pretty smart. So I love like sixth men. Like when Jordan Clarkson had his sixth man of the year last yeah. year, dude, his over, it was sitting at 19 and a half almost, almost every game and he covered it, I would say, seven out of 10 games. Yeah. And it never moved because yeah. he was six man. So you never know how many minutes he was going to get. Um, but no, I love like I'm a big matchup guy too in terms of like who's defending who. Like if Lamelo Ball's playing a really small point guard, I love his assistant points because he's going to be able to deal the ball, and if he needs to get to the rim, it's going to be pretty easy for yeah. him. And the screens are going to work, you know, like that that kind of stuff. So I'm a big matchup guy. I don't love looking at the stats that much, but I'll look at them. Um, but yeah, I think that's kind of my philosophy when I do prize picks, even for college basketball too. Like I love looking at like the matchup. Who's guarding him tonight? Yeah. 
<coughs> no, I think that's like a that. huge, like, that's what I do also. And, but this is going to sound like stupid, but like, I think the biggest thing is like watching the games, not mm-hmm. watching the games that you have money on, but like being aware the night before the last few games, not looking at the green charts, but like I was watching the Blazers game against the Lakers the other day. And obviously, when you see the Blazers play, you want to take Lillard points because Lillard's super goat, right? Uh, but Simons was cracked out. Dude, he's one of my favorite NBA players right now. Simons like, is, so good. Is, is a very streaky player. He'll go one night, go 0 for 9 from 3. But when he's locked in, he's locked in. And this game against the Lakers, he had, he had his points at halftime. Mm. And so I'm like, okay, he's cracked. And Lillard's not looking to shoot. He's looking to pass because no. Lillard's not locked in. Uh, and Lillard's been looking to pass for like three straight weeks. Lillard's been dishing his assists like crazy. And when Simons is locked in, he's locked in. And so yesterday, I'm like, okay, I know Simons is cracked out right now. I'm going to go with him instead of Lillard. Simons hitting the first half because he's locked fuck in right now. Mm. Uh, so just being aware of like, you know, who's in that GOAT mode um, and being aware of, you know, what happened in the previous games recently. Just knowing that definitely gives you a fucking advantage. Dude, like, 100%. And, like, don't be afraid to ride the hot hand. But also, I literally did a test last night with Trent. And I was, and I literally told him, I was like, oh, these guys, it was Zach Levine and DeJounte Murray. They're, like, if you're a chart guy, their last five were all green goblins. Yeah. So they'd went over the last five. I was like, I'm going to put both of these more than in a entry without looking at the matchup, without doing whatever. And I'm just going to put $100 on it just to see... If you should trust the charts, both of them went under. So, like, take the chart into, and obviously we're not professionals. So, whatever we're saying, you know, take with a grain of salt. I'm yeah. not even, I wouldn't even consider myself a capper. No. Um, take with a grain of salt, but like, have a, but have a method. Everyone always, like, I'll, I'll get DMs, whatever, even, I'm, even when I go one for eight or eight for one, whatever it is. It's like, yo, I'm trying to get into sports betting. Like, what do you, like, what do you look for? It's like, just find your own method. Like, yeah. I found something that works for me. So, if I lose a bet, I feel okay with myself, or I'm like, damn like i felt like i had a good read on that but i lost it and now i need to like adjust so like but find your own thing like if you love the numbers get into the numbers um but if you're like i'm more of like a people's guy like if there's dude i'm i'm bleeding (laughs) oh my god i'm bleeding sorry guys um, but i'm like i'm not as much of a numbers guy as as much as i am is he playing well right now what is his matchup is there history with the team like everything like that is what I normally look into. I would also say uh, a very important piece of advice would always go with your gut. You know, yeah. there was a, yesterday, you know, the, the Cavs were playing the Hornets and I knew the second I woke up, I was going to take Markinen's rebounds. Mm. And then I heard a million times being pitched on Twitter and on my stream, Markinen's rebounds and points, like points plus rebounds. <clears throat> and Markinen's obviously a wagon. He's been soaring over his points. It was at 26 and a half, but his points and rebounds were at like 34 and a half. <laughs> and so I really wanted to take his points and rebounds because he scores a lot. He's going to be able to get, you know, mm-hmm. in, inside with the Hornets, um, with their lack of bigs. But I was like, no, don't take that. Stay true to your gut. Take his rebounds because you'll be able to charge that to the game, charge you know, the game. With, with, with being okay with it than forcing some other play. And so I took his rebounds, and his rebounds soared over, but his points and rebounds didn't hit. And I was so glad, like, I stayed true with my gut call, and that happens more often than not. And so I feel like I've seen more success just sticking with my gut and believing in myself rather than 
taking somebody else's play that might have more money on it just because he has more money on it doesn't mean it's hitting, you know? No, 100%. And like, you know, sometimes you're just an idiot. Sometimes you're just dumb. Like, you also got to accept that part of it too. Yeah. Like, sometimes you're going to think you have a good re Like, I sat on this couch, confidently put money on Arkansas Pine Bluff yesterday. I was I mean, like, I love the matchup. Crazy. Undefeated at home. Like, they're going to pack the gym plus three against Grambling. Like, what? The yeah. Arkansas Pine Bluff is on like this run, whatever. They lost by like 11. So, like, sometimes it's just, it's not going to work in your yeah. favor. But there's always a parlay that can hit on the board. Oh, there always is. Always it, is. Another thing that I think definitely makes something easier with prize picks is, like, you can collaborate, you know? Have people that you count on or your friends or whoever <clears throat> that play prize picks. Make, get, get a free square from them. You get a square from them. You get a square from your guy on Twitter. You have a square. You know, and then you got another boy like who's got a square. Let, like you have one, and you get three others elsewhere. You simplify it. You do your job. Make sure they do their job. It's much easier to hit one prop than it is to hit five yourself. Yeah, don't be don't be scared to crack a beer and get the boys involved. Yeah, get the boys involved. You know, go to Twitter, find your favorite capper, take one of his, go to your boy, get one from him, do yourself a job. You got a three legger right there. That's what I do every day, and I, you know, I, I would rather count on other people than myself to Just hit yourself, five props. Yeah. You Just know, yourself, yeah. No, I mean, I feel that. I think you know, that's but that says that's like sports betting should be fun. Sports betting should be easy. Don't overcomplicate it. Don't take it too serious. Like that's my whole thing as well. Um, put what you feel comfortable. Put, put the amount of money that makes it fun for you. That's how I always tell people like. If you're really out here gambling for your rent money, you probably should figure something else out because it's gambling at the end of the day. There's, I don't know if you've ever looked at Las Vegas from the sky, but Las Vegas looks the way it looks because it's called gambling. It's not 100% free. Um, So, you know, keep that in mind. Put whatever makes it feel fun for you. Um, The reason why I fell in love with sports betting is because it made the games more fun. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm going to, when I started, dude, I, I put like five bucks on the Magic plus five when, like, three or four years ago when like Markel Fultz was on like the magic and like, I'd be like, Oh, I'm going to take Markel Fultz points plus assist for five bucks and I'll take magic money line for two bucks. And it, but it made the game fun. Like I was like, Oh, this is fucking sick. Like now I've like rooting for Markel Fultz. I got the magic. Like, you know, and like just make it fun. You know, obviously your unit size is probably going to go up and might go up and down. It might fluctuate, but just whatever makes watching the game a little bit more fun. I think that's like why sports betting is going to be um, pretty big and why I think sports betting is, something that I'm into is because it just makes it a little bit more fun. You can do it with your friends, you know, but just don't take it too seriously. There's too many guys taking it way too serious out here. I mean, it's tough to have fun when you're drowning in piss. <laughs> yeah, I mean, of course, but that's the fun part because then you wake up the next day and you're like, all right, let's go get it all back, you know, and you might not, you might, you know, that's the, that's the name of the game. For sure. um, and if everyone uh, uh, was as good as they said they were, they wouldn't all be on social media. Facts. So, you know, in Cabo with Nuki bats. <laughs> yeah, dude, with Mookie, with Mookie and Stefan Diggs in Cabo. Yeah. Um, all right, yeah, I mean, next episode we're going to talk about the championship games. We talked a little bit about prize picks. I wore a fucking dress because Dak Prescott is a bot. Um, but yeah, is there anything else you wanted to talk about? I mean, Eli Apple absolutely dunked on Stefan Diggs on Twitter. I don't know if you saw that. I did see that. That was pretty... That was vicious. Was and he hasn't stopped. He, like, did it again to, like, some other Bills player. It's, like, brutal. He, I just saw him He talks so today. much shit, bro. For someone that's, like, not that, that great. Good. But yeah. they're winning. So, you know, poor power to him. Can't hate him for it. Um, oh, or the... This episode airs Wednesday. Episode airs on Wednesday. 
Do the Oilers play on Wednesday? They don't have any PP squares out. No, I'm not looking at PP squares. I need to know. The Oilers play on Wednesday, which means we're taking the Oilers. So lock that in. Who are they playing? Bitch Boy Boots, Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, Take the minus one and a half to the bank. Yeah, that'll be minus, minus 300 on the money line. Yeah, minus one and a half Yeah, to the crib. Oilers, Bitch Boy Boots, and the dress on. Um, this has been another episode of TFM Bets. I've been Mikey Overs. I'm Booger with Trent. Make sure you check out the Book of Sports Twitch channel. Uh, Trent hosts a daily show every day for three hours called The Surgical Stream, where you can come on and give your picks. Talk to him when you tell him what time that, that airs at. And it is uh, 2 p.m. Eastern on Twitch at Book It Sports. Um, you can give him your picks, chop it up. He, he might put it in the community parlay, which ain't hitting. But... Make sure you go check that out. Also, make sure to share the podcast with your friends, guys. You know, put put them on some game. Um, we got guys eating chips, wearing dresses, and you can fade the pod. You can ride the pod. But, you know, get involved in the group chat. We'll be seeing. Appreciate you guys.